0: welcome to the Lagan valley vineyard podcast we are a community passionate about seeing Lagan valley filled with the presence and the teachings of jesus if you would like to connect with us or if we can help you in any way please visit our website lagonvalleyvineyard.com. thanks yvette it's wonderful to hear how you've been so generous well done everybody can i invite you to open up your bibles to look chapter two this is going to be the world's quickest talk so um i want to take a moment to talk about joy Uh, let me just scroll through here joy is a pretty difficult thing to define a pretty difficult thing to nail down but you do know it whenever you see it or whenever you hear it, whenever you hear it in the laughter of a child or in the smile of an old saint or sage, you know it's joy whenever you witness someone who has come home to themselves, someone who is calm and curious, playful and never in a hurry. The big thing that I want to really share this morning is this, joy is not happiness. Happiness all the time can get interrupted, but joy can never be interrupted. Chris, you want to flick on the quote from Dallas Willard? Joy is about pleasure, Willard says. It is is not a mere sensation, but a pervasive and constant state of well-being. Hope in the goodness of God is joy's indispensable support. Joy comes ultimately whenever we experience the fulfillment of our longings, Whenever we've waited for something and that thing happens, then we are able to enter into our joy. And true joy, lasting joy, complete joy, it comes from receiving the gift of Jesus. Because in the arrival of Emmanuel, the deepest longing of every human being has been fulfilled. And while we may not be able to put words to the feeling, I believe that each human being is hardwired deep down with a longing to experience the life of God. And in the arrival of Christ, that deep, unspoken longing, it has been fulfilled. He is the one that we have been waiting for, longing for, for all of this time. And as he moves towards us, as he becomes like one of us, we are able to enter into our joy. The question is, though, we do live in an age whenever we're all chasing after happiness, but that happiness, it gets interrupted all of the time. So how can we, as the people of God, live a life that is full of joy? Last week, Chris taught wonderfully from Luke chapter 2, and I want to turn there again. Look with me, Luke chapter 2. This is the account of the shepherds who are sat on the Judean hills overlooking what is happening. And then an angel of the Lord appears in verse 10 with good news of great joy for everyone, not just some people, but for the entirety of the world. And then the angel goes on to say in verses 11 and 12, this promise that today is born in the town of David, a savior, the Messiah, joy has come. But what do the shepherds do? They hear about joy, but what do they do? I want you to look with me at verse 15. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, let's go. Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened which the Lord has told us about. Let's go to Bethlehem. Let's see this for ourselves. And so they ran. It goes on to say they hurried towards Bethlehem. They didn't want this good news simply just to remain as an idea or a concept. They wanted to encounter the good news for themselves. The shepherds, they show us the way of joy. Joy doesn't come from thinking of God as a concept. Joy comes from enjoying God in communion. Joy is found in encounter. The shepherds, they run towards Jesus. They see him and flick over with me to verse 20, they return after encountering Jesus, praising God, glorifying him for all that they had seen. Joy ultimately is found in communion, communion with Jesus, which is marked by us, as Jesus would say in John 15, abiding in him. Here's the thing we need to be the kind of people that make the decision to go to Bethlehem. Not just allowing the good news to remain as a concept in our head, we need to move towards him. C.S. Lewis puts it like this. Good things as well as bad, you know, are caught by a kind of infection. Sounds like public health advice. If you want to get warm, you must stand near the fire. If you want to be wet, you must get into the water. If you want joy, power, peace, or eternal life, you must get close to or even into the thing that has them. If you want joy, you've got to get close to Jesus. You've got to learn to abide in him. Or as the psalmist writes in Psalm 16, in his presence there is fullness of joy. In the rhythm of our weeks and in our days, in the context of our homes, with all that is fighting for our attention right now, we need to carve out space behind the scenes of our lives to keep company with Jesus. Through simple prayer, through talking about him with our family, reading the scriptures, listening to him, worshiping him, sharing his love like you have done in recent weeks. Our practices of encounter in the dealiness of our lives, they open us up to his presence the wonder of Advent is that it is into the dailiness of things that Jesus makes himself known. But the question that we keep asking ourselves all the time is, when will God be present to us? When the reality is, I think God is always asking us the question, when are you going to be present to me? Are we going to be the kind of people who are truly present to the one who is present to us? It is into the place behind the scenes of our lives, the quiet place, the place that no one sees, a little bit like the space where Mary gave birth to Jesus in a hidden, quiet, ordinary, uncurated, uninstagrammable place. It is that kind of space in our lives and into our hearts that we are able to enter into our joy. It is in his presence that there is fullness of joy. In these days, the temptation for us is to chase after happiness when reality is is that we want to find our joy which only comes from experiencing him, abiding in his love. Jesus puts it like this in John chapter 15, if I can get there. As the Father has loved me, Jesus says, so I have loved you. Now remain or abide in my love. If you keep my commands, Jesus says, you will remain in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commands and remain in his love. I have told you this, that my joy may be in you. And what? Your joy, it may be complete. James and Hannah, do you guys want to come on up? The temptation for us is to chase after things that will make us happy. When the truth is, is that God invites us to fill us with joy. Jesus never promised us happiness, but he desires for us to become the joyful. I know that for many of us, life feels like a bit of a slog right now. I know that with that, following Jesus may feel a bit like a slog right now. I've been thinking about these words from Dr. Martin Lloyd-Jones a lot recently. He says this, we've forgotten the very essence of Christianity. The Christian life is not a task. The Christian life alone is worthy of the name life. The Christian life alone is righteous, it is holy, it is pure, it is good. It is the kind of life that the son of God himself lived. If you think of Christian living with a sense of grudge, of task of duty or weariness, i say to you go back to the beginning for a moment i don't know about you but the beginning for me was a time whenever i couldn't get enough of jesus i couldn't get enough of his presence this intimate abiding space behind the scenes that was full of prayer and full of worship Of being undone by his love that place for me was full of joy the joy of my salvation what would it look like for us to return back to that space friends I know it's tempting to fill our calendars with lots of things I know that it is tempting to fill our lives with things that we think will make us happy But this season, more than any other, it invites us to look into the very core of our being, behind the scenes of our lives, to look to the overlooked place and to pray and to worship, to learn about Jesus and to spend time with him. Our joy is found in a familiar friendship with him. The joy of Christ, it can fill us And our joy, it can be complete if we move closer to the fire, because that is our home, right there. If you're able, why don't you stand with me as we come to worship? Can I be honest for a moment, like real talk? I really like Love Actually um, I think it's a really good Christmas movie and I know I probably shouldn't say that in church because there's scenes in that that you probably shouldn't be watching but um, you've all watched it recently, you know what I'm talking about I love Love Actually Well, like, I like Love Actually. I can tolerate Love Actually because of two scenes, the scene at the start and the scene at the end it's the arrivals scene at Heathrow Airport where families come together and it always gets me Here's the thing, the most joyful encounters, they are reunions, moments whenever we are able to be reunited. The most powerful story I believe in the entirety of the scriptures is a reunion story. A father and a son who spent time apart and the son comes back with his head down going towards the father, only to see the father with his eyes fixed on the son, bounding towards him. It's a moment of reunion. And I believe that this could be a moment of reunion for some of you. I know that was the quickest talk that you've ever heard. I'm sorry about that. If you wanna talk about it more, come and grab me after. But maybe it has been a while for you since you spent time in the intimate space with the Father, behind the scenes of your lives, in the quiet space, a place that was devoted to... Love. So, even if it has been a while, even if it has been a long time since you've enjoyed intimate moments with Jesus, I want to invite you to experience that right now. And the best way that we know how to do this around here is through worship. Hannah said this at the very beginning the heritage of our kind of community is not found in singing songs about God, but singing songs. To him. And I want to invite you to begin to sing some songs to Jesus today. And there's no hype in this. There's no hype whatsoever. It is simply us making room for him. So, can I invite you to close your eyes for a moment? And if it has been a while, but if in this season you just want to return back to that intimate place the way that it used to be at the beginning if you want to make room for jesus this advent can i just invite you just to open out your hands in front of you just as a sign that you want jesus to come and to fill your life once again you want to enjoy that intimate space with him with your hands out just begin to pray just where you are just begin to pray Just begin to tell him how much you love him. Begin to be honest with him about the hurts that you're experiencing, the longings that you have that are not yet fulfilled. Just talk to him. Enjoy him for a few moments. I want you to notice that Joy is not noisy, vibey, or hypey. Joy, it feels like peace. The joy has the power and the capacity to help us to hope. Because there may be weeping at night, but joy, it comes in the morning. joy, it feels like love knowing that we are loved and something rising within us uh, compelling to go and to love the one who is right here brothers and sisters may the god of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him. It's been so good to gather with you today to celebrate. Have a wonderful Sunday. We can't wait to see you next week. Grace and peace to you all.